everybody. Welcome to Kirkman Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirkman and the happenings inside of his world. My name is Buddy. He's Bob McStaddy. Bob McStaddy, say hello. Good evening, everybody. Oh, on the red wines tonight, though, I saw. A little bit. What are you drinking? What one? Uh, <laughs> Carlo Rossi. It's okay. That's <laughs> one of the big jugs. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. How are you doing, Phil? Phil Makucha's here, finally. Finally. What's up, guys? Not much. Andrew, what's up? What's up, guys? So Andrew's on a time constraint, but we never really go that much longer than forty minutes. So we'll be we'll be good. I'm just a busy right. guy. I have too much shit to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's always about Andrew. Yeah, you know what? You know what else is crazy? Like I don't know if if BMD wants to talk about this yet. If you want to save it, but yeah. Um. So Andrew, you have an interview. That's that's why you have to leave. I don't have an interview. <gasps> but, but, oh no! But we heard we heard you were the number one contender for Blind Mike's project. Prime, let's replace Craig on Blind Mike's project. <laughs> you can do it remote. Yeah. I, if if Mike needed the help, I would help Mike. I like Mike. Yeah, of course. Throw us would Mike let you side. do the stow us, show us stoned as you do it with us? Probably not, because well, I don't yeah, do it stoned. Because do no, he doesn't do that because his work. So I, um. <laughs> sometimes I'm just tired. It's long long hours. I work. I was in work at seven thirty this morning. It's too early. How far do you live? What? How far do you live from Mike? In like not exact. My guess would be like within 20, 30 minutes. Oh my god. Oh, this perfect. Is the You're the perfect candidate. We're gonna all tweet it out tonight. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Congratulations I, on being Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy producer. for you. And yeah. I'm really happy to get a new third voice in the show. So <laughs> bring in Daver. That, that's my recommendation. Oh my God! I don't, Jesus, sorry. Yeah, but all, all he does is cry too. That one, KFC Uh-oh. Junior. I thought that was a pretty good nickname for Daver. <laughs> we can start with that. <laughs> oh, he ran with it too. He, he did not mind being called KFC Junior. I'll tell you that. Good sport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Annie. Like listening to KFC after they played Dr- Daver. It's. I mean, you hear a lot of Kevin. And, and they're both cra- they're both like crazy. Like neither one of them makes any sense most of the time. Oh, like I love Daver is Daver is like number one for like fake enthusiasm. So he can he can get it going. I don't know where it comes from, but he can get it going. He's just he is good. He is good. He's nice. He's a great guy. <laughs> but you know, I didn't have to be fake enthusiastic about I was having Phil McCooch here covering this week's of uh, Kirk and Off <laughs> <laughs> recap. Um, so Monday. They started off hot with the 150th anniversary of the Globe and the Poet Laureate. You guys have any <laughs> thoughts on that poetry? I just like who I, I'm sure Kirk said this a billion times, but who is that for? Like I'm like, mm. look, if if you're just like a run of the mill liberal, don't you still run roll your eyes at that like BS? Like who like <laughs> who's who's patting this lady on the back? I don't get it. Mm. I don't it know. was it was so boring, like. <laughs> I never skip in Kirk show, but once they start going into like Linda Marks, like you remember the last time they found Linda Marks' new songs, like I kind of zoned out a little bit when they started doing this poet laureate shit. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I I was glad that it was one of the Instagram clips because I love posting like like when they're hilarious and I thought him and Kirk were so uh, Mike and Kirk were so funny like during that, which I think I think probably is like the time where Phil was phasing it out. But I love Mike's like slam poetry bullshit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think, BMD? I uh, I enjoyed it immensely. It's what makes the show fantastic is when they can rag on that. 
and just point out the hypocrisy, you know, like all these politicians too, like, oh, good job. Congratulations, Boston Globe, for reaching 150 years of publication. I know. It's sickening. Andrew? Sickening. If you look at the paper these days, if you look at the papers these days, they're just getting smaller and smaller. So there, I guarantee you there won't be a 200 for the globe, at least from a print edition standpoint, which is something we can Quite all hang bad. our hat on. But mm. it, it's one of those things. And uh, Kirk said it best with you have these politicians like you're not supposed to be friends with the media and be like, oh, like you guys are all buddy, buddy. Like the purpose of good reporting and good journalism is to ask questions, put these politicians in positions to be accountable, which will make them uncomfortable. It's something that as a press flack, I had to avoid to do. And you try to get chummy and friendly with them. But as a reporter, you shouldn't want to be chummy with Charlie Baker. You shouldn't want to be chummy with Mayor Wu. You shouldn't want to be chummy with any of these politicians. I mean, you don't need us to say it like like that, but that's just what the media is now, you mm. know. Like then they that's the the only part like they just they want to help like their side tell their story basically, and like which is, um, I, I don't know. It's so it's so fucking annoying, but like you don't need to hear that from us. Like what Agreed. are we, you know, what are we gonna add to that? Nothing, but we could add about Harrison wanting to fly down to Magnolia. And <laughs> every time we talk about it. We talk- yeah, every time we talk about it, we talk about how like big the balls in the sky like have to be. <laughs> but like, but I think like I, it's like Kurt quitting. No one believes he's gonna fire Harrison if he's standing around. But I hope fucking Harrison's standing around at some point so we can see what happens. That's good like, content. Yeah, sure. seriously. I love. I know we're jumping ahead, but I love Chris setting up Harrison because Kirk asked him, "Are we gonna have a a beer with Harrison?" Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> i know i can't wait I mean, like harrison's great you know his, his dad's really fun you know his I mean, his dad's probably nicer than him but yeah. like uh but yeah yeah he's he's in deep shit <laughs> what is he gonna, what is he gonna do to keep busy there's only there's 50 people there so like the show's going on what is he is he gonna pretend that he's selling merch like He's, I don't know, he's going to definitely be, like, pacing for sure. you got to be, like, walking back and forth, always got something in your hand. You know, like, you need anything, boss? Like, you got you got the whole, like, can I get you water, Coke, Kirk, anything? Like, you know, you got to keep He should just stand next to Kirk if he needs anything. Yeah, like, yeah Justin's thing, not there, so he's his muscle. The only thing he should be doing is having a, a video camera in his hand and basically doing, like, a behind-the-podcast-style documentary where you get all this behind-the-scenes kind of starting going down to Mississippi and... He should be in that car with Mike and Justin. He should because that's Absolutely. more stuff you can get for that. If, but if he like if he like vlogs him and Dave's trip like like the same way like oh you know getting to the airport seeing Dave they, they they could do some pretty like average content out of that. You're right. They they you should. Know? I mean, hopefully that they're gonna check in at one a.m. and like that should all be on video. <laughs> how, how awkward would that be? That's so. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's like another like I thought I thought Kirk like encapsulated perfectly, that like that being like he's baby Dave. Nothing else makes more sense. Like that's like the perfect example of baby Dave there. Phil, what were you trying to say? If Harrison's not like making content or has a camera in his hand, like Andrew said, for the what is it three days that they're gonna be in Mississippi, like he's he's fucked. <laughs> he's yeah, pretending to. You know, taking pictures or whoever, mm-hmm. like, just make it happen. I I think we all want something to happen, though. We don't want Phil to get out of this unscathed because then it will lead to no content. I think we want something to happen where Kirk's pissed off. In a in a oh, show yeah, sure. in a show content way, not 
anything that'll have Kirk have a bad week of shows. We don't want that. Yeah, seriously. Um, Phil, oh. you go ahead, buddy. Oh no, no, I was gonna do the same thing. You go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so Phil, you you actually made an excellent call this week, uh, and I think you made Dave Colonnane step up his game. Actually, I thought he was a lot better the rest of the days with this soundboard. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dave Colonnane's performance with the soundboard after your call? After the call, I mean, I think it's hard to keep up with like what Steve did. I mean, he was the best. And Kirk said on the show, like when he started on KMS, he wasn't great on the boards, but he was still better than Dave because the only time Dave has drops is when it's like if he's playing audio, like the Jim and Marjorie mm-hmm. um, sound, like he's doing Marjorie drop. But like Mike the other day mentioned Steve, and there was a decent pause again, and Dave had nothing for a Steve drop. Like, right. that's where I think he needs to be better is those, like, in-the-moment drops, not necessarily what... Mm-hmm. Like, like, somebody tweeted back at me and said, oh, the Gary V drops are great. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're talking about Gary V and her, him being on Token CEO, I don't know. I don't know what... But him dropping six drops over my call at the same time, <laughs> oh. that was... I haven't laughed that hard like like at like a moment in the show in, in a while. Um, Phil like so Phil did exactly like what all of us or like well me and BMD don't call anymore. But Phil did like what every minute fan who calls a show like tries to do. He ma- he made like the show better. Like not only like in the moment where like Dave drops like a billion drops, if they play for like fifteen seconds, every you don't know what's going on. It's just pure chaos. Like not only that, but like Cully's been like kind of hot on the drops the last the the, the next two shows yeah. after that. Go, no, no. I, all I was gonna say is that you know he like we're definitely getting more drops and like, pr- like more timely. Like me, like okay, he's playing the old Marjorie like moaning drops. But like when you talk about Jim and Marjorie, what else? You like how many other drops are you gonna play? Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I think he did a better after Phil called him out. He did a better job having the drops ready. But I, but it wasn't spontaneous. I think hey, this is what we're gonna talk about. So I'm gonna have these drops off to the side. So when we, if we do talk about the topic, I'll have those drops ready, which is a good place to start. You know, right? Yeah. Well, I think I and and they definitely did. Kirk says like like he he never gives Cully shit about the drops. This is something that's been talked about by like the three of them like before like a, like a few months ago. Um, but I think this time Kirk like he last time I don't think Kirk, I think Kirk kind of said he didn't give a shit. This time Kirk was like, well, it does make the show better, and I think that's maybe yeah. like. I think that's like maybe what affects Cullinane or maybe that's why Cullinane is like, okay, I need to be better. Like I, okay. I don't want to listen to the minute fans, but they're, but they're right on this one. Also. Andrew? Oh, sorry. No, all, all, the only other thing I was going to say is like, I I know Kirk talks about on the show. Like I've seen uh, like a few places recently, like minute fans really kind of are like turn, starting to turn on like Cully a little bit. <gasps> yeah. Like, it's, it is, it is definitely happening. We knew it would happen, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I did see. Actually, I saw that today. Some of the yeah, like I know, like like out. like those guys who didn't get their videos played, like they and like, hey, I they should be like pretty. Like, I'm not maybe not should be, but like I understand them them being upset. Um, but like I don't know. Like I think people are mad, like because Cully's not like as friendly. Like they, I think we kind of all knew that it was like, he's over friendly. I, I don't know if it's yeah. malicious or if it's just b- being a joke. 
I don't but know. I've been noticing more of the hate tweets lately as well. Oh, you know what? Sorry, you know what else was up? Was there anything more upsetting than hearing about how bad that pizza stunk? Like, I, I, like, I guess I didn't know. I, it doesn't change my life if it was good. But I was like, oh, like, I don't know. It just seemed what, like Tim's both guys pizza? Were, yeah, both guys were going to be a good guy. You know, that was it. All right. Here we go. Oh, so we uh, they started Wednesday's show talking about how uh, the New York Post article came about of Jared going to DraftKings. Mm-hmm. And then we found out on Thursday's episode that Jared is no longer allowed on the Kirk Minahan show per Dave Portnoy. And Kirk Kirk seemed to have taken it well. He, he was open to it. He understood why. Uh, I think it's part of his growth as a person. Do you guys have any input as far no, as no I just, more Jared? I, um, like, I'm fine with it. I'm like, I'm on Team Vision of Save on this one. I've been out on Jared for a while. You guys wanted to have him on the show. I didn't. No big deal. <laughs> um, so, but like, so I do, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I have a comment from Kirk from the F chat from that I sent you guys this morning. So, uh, I just said, like, rest in peace, Jared, because I really did want, like, to post more of them. Like, I thought that'd be a good episode. So, uh, first, Kirk busts my balls and says, you know what I mean, buddy? I was like, fuck. And then, <laughs> and then he says, uh, he says, Kravis is a great guy, best guy at Barstool, medium talent, but who isn't? And it's, pretty true well i mean i don't know if he's a great guy but i mean yeah i'm i will miss him checking in on the show but he his last few appearances were so bad that i could i could give a fuck you know phil Phil, you gonna miss jared with have no kms it's pretty true yeah he taught him how to podcast yeah that's true it's one of those situations like what's Kirk going to do when Portnoy says no. So I, it, it's, it's one of those things like I, is Jared worth quitting over? No. Was Steve? Yeah. So it just goes to show you the importance of it. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's so like Kirk is right. Like Dave, Dave is doing the right thing. Like you can't, it, like he, it's a direct competitor. It's not like he he went to like uh, the New York Times or something. It's it's someone who's trying to take dollars like like from Dave's pocket. You just you, you just can't allow it. New York Times, Karab is working for the Times. Well, I don't know. I I I what I didn't want to name one of the three fucking places they named today on the show, and I was it's, it's the first stupid thing I thought of because Athletic is kind of like a. Uh, I that's where I thought he was going to be honest was the Athletic, but. At first, and then it was pretty obvious they were talking DK or DraftKings, but yeah. What you got, BMD? I'm, I'm going to miss Jared. Uh, <laughs> you know? Oh, it months, is what it of, is. months of BMD's work down the fucking drain. He's been holding yeah. these Jared calls in his back pocket. Yeah. He, he literally hasn't been calling the show because he's trying to wait for to call Jared, and now it's over. Uh, yeah, and Phil McCooch is holding up a picture of the Veterans Fucking Win t-shirt, which was in part due to Jerry Carabas' comment at the VFW. Rest in peace. It's going to be sad. Rest in peace. Love Jared. What do you got? Uh, so we'll go back to Wednesday. So Moss from Dudley called NPR. Do you guys have any thoughts on that call? I, like, uh, I I was surprised. Uh, doesn't like Jim, Jim corrects Moss right away. So where Kirk, Kirk said he didn't think Jim knew what was going on. I, I kind of thought the other way. I think he was just waiting to, like, hang up on him, you know, like, because he, he didn't really have a reason before that. But I don't, like, uh, what is there to say other than, like, fuck Jim Browdy, you know? What are you going to 
beginning of the. He uses the exact same line. This <clears throat> it's the second oh, time he yes. said. Yes. It's the second time he said, "Just tell our call screener what you want, and we'll let you on." And the yeah, last sure. time he did it, all the Minna fans called, recorded what they wanted to say, were very cordial about it, and nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Hey, hey, I want to shit on your co-host. Yeah, that's gonna get me on for sure. <laughs> It's, Phil, like, have it's, you... like, it's like calling EEI and saying, like, oh, I want to say Kirk Minahan's better than Greg Greg Hill. Like, <laughs> they're not going to let you on. No. Phil, have you called NPR yet? I have not. I, uh, I'm i not a big caller. Like, I don't have the confidence in myself. Um, like, the other day when I called and gave Dave shit, like, I was shaking. Like, I don't know why, but I get shook at the idea of calling it. I know that feeling, brother. Trust me. But your call led to some great content, and some, you know, they made the show better actually. So I know it's like so much knowledge too, like about the show. Like he could definitely call and like, yeah. I mean, it's tough, you know. But definitely, definitely add to the show. Is I've never heard anybody call it Geno's. No, like, by the way, no. That's that's no. completely made up. I mean, how many times from high school would we go after school to Papa Geno's? We'd always say we're either going to Papa's or Papa Geno's. I definitely never went with you, but I've, I went. <laughs> no, she didn't go with me. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, did you actually bully Andrew? Or did you actually bully Andrew in school? That, like, the soccer story, like, maybe not bullying, but the soccer story is 100% true. Oh, like, yeah. We, like, like we, we, uh, like, we were definitely friends at college, like, after high school, but, like, in high school, we, we were, like, sort of didn't like each other for a little bit, I'd say. But yeah, that that mud, that soccer story is I will never forget true. Andrew getting up like covered in mud, fucking I'm like, out. screaming. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "Whoops!" <laughs> but I thought I thought like my coach was like gonna be like, "Oh, you can't play like the next game or something." But whatever. It was they Sean. Didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BMD's that trend, so kind of got off the hook. <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. Good to know people. All right. What's next? So uh, I think I misheard it, the the thing because I thought it was Kirk was referring to Chris after Magnolia and not Harrison because I couldn't tell just what the disdain he talks for both of them. <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it, it kind of had a, a, a way. I was like, is he talking about Chris? I thought he was talking about Chris, but I guess it was Harrison. Yeah, no, right. it was Harrison okay. for sure, yeah. Okay, so let's not even bring that up. Yeah. 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 I thought he was I talking about Chris. Was... It's ridiculous. No, no let's not talk about it. Ridiculous. I think I think we know why Kirk said he was in a bad mood on Thursday when he went for his run. I'm assuming it has to do with this trivia result. Oh, I, yeah, I was wondering. I, yeah, because he said it was no big deal, and I didn't. Yeah. I, I meant to watch it, but the Bruins are on, and the game is actually pretty good, so mm-hmm. I watched that. Oh, it was bad. And, and yeah, they lost nine to six. Andrew, can you give us a recap of the trivia? They started off great. I mean, <clears throat> Team Chicago doubles their first one, gets it wrong. Kirk steals it. Team Minahan steals it, and then just from there, they couldn't get. Their their downfall again is that stupid middle bonus round, and the oh. the first like, the first five for each side they both get it, it was like uh taught it was Mexican, Mexican right. Chinese and um Asia uh, Mexican Chinese and something else fast food fast restaurants food. and like yeah. they each both got ten right off the bat and then no one could think of the last one at one point fucking Carl's like screaming city walk like that's actually a real fucking chain <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty funny but Shitty. no it was just a bad second half performance Rico couldn't pull anything out Kirk 
Uh, Kirky missed the golf question, but then got it after. Uh, but there was a good funny moment with one of the movie questions, and he just sat there. He's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then just pulled it out his last sentence. Like, oh, Carl, you really have to pull for that one. He goes, I was joking, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, somebody's accusing Rico of cheating. I don't know, I don't remember where that thread was, but I saw somebody, uh, somebody was calling out Rico for cheating. And I guess maybe Jeff said something in the middle of the game. I haven't seen the, the dozen trivia yet. I didn't see any. No, nothing about cheating last night. Well, he, he did pull an answer out of, out of his ass though. Right? No, it wasn't. It was a, it was a college basketball one or a baseball. Andrew. Yeah. Oh God. Which one? Last second. Yeah. But that, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, just the last second pull, but you could tell he wasn't doing anything in, Jeff didn't say anything on. At least they didn't show it. It certainly it wasn't their best game, but hopefully uh, they do get a rematch. Certainly. So certainly. Um, um, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. No, I just like I don't have much to talk about like the the, the actual like Trump YMCA like DJ thing. Like, yeah. He's just I mean other than I know he's been away like and he's been on like mute for like the last like two years. He sounds fucking old, dude. Like I don't like maybe he maybe that's the way he sounded two years ago. But when I heard, I was like, "This sounds like an old dude." Like he's mm. approaching Biden territory. Like in my opinion. Mm. Um, all I can think about when I heard that clip is Trump calling needs to call in. Yeah. So much great content for him. Yeah, for sure. Him. Now, now hopefully he can because he's you know we got a little bit more like in in related to the show and stuff. But hopefully, Phil, if you were DJing at Mar Lago, what would your Top song be to get everybody on the dance floor. <laughs> He's thinking. I don't know. I mean, I'm classic rock is my thing, and I don't think any classic rock song really gets anybody on the on the floor. Hmm. I'd go cheeseburger in paradise. Oh God! <laughs> what, what, say it my again, Phil. My buddy was talking about Jimmy Buffett today. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Oh shoot. Um, we're gonna end the week with uh talking about Tim's call really quick. I thought it was pretty. They said they, what was it? Ten minutes? Uh, yeah, he had to edit it down. That was it was just if you got to listen to it live, it was it was a work of art. Uh, he hit on everything about at a theater near me. <laughs> it was perfectly and the guy was into it and he's asking him questions and he's giving him tips on how to save money and how great it is to have popcorn and soda i can't believe john didn't know it was tim's voice uh, no he, no it was just a it was a beautiful call and we may attach the unedited version of the call to the end of the show this week of kirk and off so oh, yeah, it's not a bad idea that and then um tim had a great oh i think we said it last week tim had a great prank call into jerry's show with the just playing the siren, with the like siren. That. Yeah, yeah. They they uh they didn't. I think they gave Tim credit on the show, but like, but it was it was Tim. Yeah. I had a okay. Uh, should I should I blow up my spot? What when you called John D? Uh, well, I called John D on, but it was a lot of technical mm-hmm. difficulties. I don't know, but uh, I did call the Jerry Callahan show today. That was you. Oh, okay, I thought it was you. Usually, I know right away when I hear yeah. your voice, but yeah. I heard I heard somebody played that call somewhere. I put it up like, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone played the call, and I was like, "I'm like that sounds like BMD," but I I actually couldn't tell for once. Usually, usually like uh, like I like I I would get mad when you were 
when you were blind mike's daddy and you'd yeah. be like oh i had a great call today i did this i'd be like fuck i just want to hear it like like yeah you know but uh but this one this one i really didn't know was you phil did you hear it i don't know dave called and retweeted it. I, I don't that's where i think I so yeah i've been off twitter for most of the day um okay. i i saw that manners had fucking mayo on oh really like yep that's a skip for me yeah. <laughs> and I, I i don't think red was on either this week, right yeah was red <laughs> why, do you, why do you hate mayo i don't know i think he's just a pussy i mean like so i actually uh i don't know a couple months ago you guys were talking about doing the the rewatch when kark was on break and so i downloaded a um like random date generator and one of them that i it landed on was uh the post 5k mayo bitch fucking just being a pussy oh <laughs> uh, i just don't yeah I don't, it was I don't actually the the day that uh, it was the day that he ended up calling steve back and they went back into the studio you remember that i i do i don't remember like what they talked about but i do i vaguely remember that you remember BMD? I, I think. What? Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Phil. May uh, Steve fired for something stupid, trying to recruit MHB. Was that what. that drama? Was that when he disappeared the last time? I'm trying to remember. I know Mayo. Steve cut- buried him after that. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't remember much, honestly. Uh, My brain shot. PC star. Oh shoot. Um, so I want to just look ahead to next week. I, I know Phil, you haven't been on Twitter uh, this that much seen today. These tweets, but is that is that really Little Jack's account or not? I haven't seen the tweets. I don't know. So I don't know. I guess Dan Shaughnessy follows him. He uh, posted one of the greatest papers of all of America, tweeting out retweeting the Boston Globe, and then Kirk had retweeted uh, someone. That had made a comment about little Jack being a fucking uh I should have been better prepared. Spy? Yeah, you should have been. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess Dave Colony knows how to retweet him. Yeah, so is this true? So the Kirk 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 retweeted this one guy says one of the two hundred accounts followed on Twitter by Dan Shaughnessy is Little Jack. So I wonder if that'll bring us some content going into next week. And if this might be the last of Little Jack this week as well, I think it has to be basically right. Like, wasn't well, like, he tweeting? Well, wasn't he tweeting at the Sports Hub and tagging Toucher and Rich and yes, being a sporto? Yeah, he was. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's gonna yeah, go up Kirk's out. Yeah, because he wears. I I know what tweet he's young about. though. I, probably, I, I definitely did that at his age. Yeah, so on March eighth, he tweeted while well, sighting at the Bryant game, and then he. Tag touch Toucher and Rich and Ken Griffey rules. But then he was watching forty five minutes of Larry Bird highlights, so I don't know. That's yeah, don't know. that's trying Kirk's ass. Yeah. So it'll bring up some good content. Yeah. We so I can't want to add much trivia. Yeah. Board. Going to trivia. So Phil, are you up for some uh trivia? We heard we understand that you're built. At Kirk knowledge. And by understand, we mean we ask you every question we have. I'm ready for it. 
right. Um, what was Kirk's number in high school? No, oh, thirty-three. There you go. Um, well, so when Kirk's mom threw him a surprise party, what were the two food items that she had at the party? Shit. Papa Gino's and... Shit. I don't know. I definitely don't know. Buddy, do you want to try to steal it? No, I don't know. It was mini wieners and pretzels. <laughs> All right. So when Kirk drove back from L.A. after 9-11, he stopped at Effingham, Illinois. What mm-hmm. pizza chain did he stop at? I'm trying to think of what he would eat. Like, I don't think he's eating Little Caesars. I'm going to say Pizza Hut. I don't know. Buddy? I have no idea. The correct answer was Little Caesars. Oh, my God, really? I would have never guessed that. (laughs) These are Tim. Tim showed us a picture of his notebook. So, um, what is Blind Mike's... Blind Mike Gary's? Oh, what's Blind Mike's brother's name? Oh shit! Um, oh, we're doing bad. I don't know. Kevin, um, Kevin's the dad, right? The stepdad. Yeah, that's one of the questions we'll get to. Oh, well, you don't have to know. I don't. You want to take a guess? There's Kevin, Lisa, and uh, uh, Mario. What was it? Rob? Nope. Buddy? No, I don't know what it is. Nate. Oh, I don't know. All right. Kirk's favorite meal contains steak. How does he like it cooked? Phil? Medium rare. Correct. What's the name of the prep school Kirk attended after high school? Damn it, what is it? Say something. It's not St. John's. No. It might not even be saying, I don't know. Don't trust me. BMD says no. Don't go with that. I'll go with St. John. It's Will- Williston, Northampton. Oh, shit. Yeah, he says it all. Yeah. Shoot. Um, What profession was Big Steve's dad? What profession was Big Steve's dad? I don't know. Um, accountant. Cool. What is what do you what is Tim at? Was used car salesman. Oh, I don't recall that. <laughs> yes, yeah, do you remember that? was. All right. So, what is Blind Mike's dad's? Biological father's name. Do you, if you want a clue, I can give you a clue. What's my original name? 
Um, <laughs> I love how he's like, uh oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Vincent because it's his middle name, but I'm definitely wrong. Yeah, it's Dan. All right. Oh. That wraps up this portion of the program. Um, so when did you when did you start listening to Kirk? Uh, probably 2012. Um, I remember listening to EI with my dad as a kid. I remember trying to call in at like I don't know 12 years old to talk about the Red Sox, and they're like, like call back in a few years. Uh, but I didn't really get into EI until 2012. Um, because I was driving like 40 minutes for college, but then I would listen to EEI nonstop, like six to six every day. And then you made the transition over to Boston when Kirk switched over. Yeah. I mean, Kirk's really the only Barstool personality that I'll listen to. Um, I'll listen to PMT, um, just for like the weekly recap of football, but that's it. Awesome. So, the, you're known for your knowledge of KMS and stuff. Do you are you like Tim? Do you take notes and all that, or no? Um, I've probably listened to most episodes two or three times. Um, I don't know where I come come up with the random shit, mm-hmm. but some stuff sticks with me, and then. Sometimes I'll have to do a couple of jump arounds, like timestamp wise. Do you have uh, a few uh... weeks ago about Darren Ravel and why Kirk hates him? Mm-hmm. I could not remember for the life of me, and I couldn't even find the episode that they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't I don't remember that story either, but I think I think Kirk might have remembered it, right? Did he say it on the show? Yeah, it wasn't he? It was a he was a dick to him, pretty much, right? Well, Ravel's just like a or loser he, too. Or, yeah, that's hard to tell. Yeah, because PM, if PMT doesn't like you, that you have a problem. Uh, do you have a favorite KMS moment Be, with all the times you've listened back? Is it something that you've listened to a lot? So I, there's one episode I can listen to, and it's actually a really long one. It's um, I think it's like. Kirk Minahan ice fishing expedition, like that whole episode, it's like almost a three hour show. It has so many good, so many good uh, drops and content. Um, it was the first episode with, or when they first played, uh, Steve murdered me. Hmm. Um, they played one of the Cullinane songs, like, Cullinane. Yeah. Glory days. Um, yes. <laughs> um, and obviously, like, the first talk of driving up to Madawaska. Um, and Kirk was pissed at Mike for something. But that's probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, but, and uh... my favorite segment was definitely Aunt vs. Ants. Like, I was talking to Tim about it the other day. I'm like, you know, I like Dave, but with Steve, like you can tell Kirk's wrapping up a show and he'll be like, all right, anything else going on? And Steve will have some stupid throwaway line. And then you'll look at the timer and it's like 40 more minutes left in the episode. Hmm. 
So uh, before we wrap things up, do you have any questions for myself? I'm the last one left. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you listen to any of the Enough About Me's? No, I, there was some interviews. I think he had, um, he had John Melendez on. That was one that I wanted to listen to that I remember listening to. There was a few that I listened to that were pretty interesting, but the one that stood out to me was when he had Stuttering John on for sure. That was one I did. I'm not really a, so I kind of, I don't really remember that one. Uh, and my question for Buddy, even though he just left the chat, was is he going to call in to have his daughter blessed by Kirk? I th- that might be the goal. Maybe ask him that offline and add it in. Yeah, but... he, he he accidentally dropped himself. He texted out of the wrong thing. But yeah, I think that's I think that's the goal. He doesn't. We don't know what the gender is, and I think the baby is going to be here any day now. Yeah, like baby any watch. Day. Yeah, we're on baby watch. Um, so are you disappointed with how you did in trivia or no? Absolutely. I was like, I texted Tim and I was like, on a scale of one to ten, how bad or how hard are these questions? Because yeah. they're mostly threes and fours, and there's one ten in there. But I yeah. think I got like two out of eight right. So disappointed. Yeah, I'll be better. Yeah, I think Tim chose some hard ones. But um listen, I'm so happy we finally had to get you on. So you are you still what you, what's going on with you? You still training for your new job and stuff or Yeah, I uh I'm still trying to get used to North Carolina in general. I yeah. was I was raised on the Cape and I've been mm-hmm. in North Carolina for like eight months. Okay. It's so different down here. <sighs> yeah. I feel you, but uh, so do you think? Do you think we have Kirk after the Wilbur or not? What are, what are you thinking? What's your gut telling you? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. He seemed so image on it when he was talking about it last Monday. Okay, yeah, he did. I do hope he stakes sticks around just for selfish reasons, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, all right, brother. Thank you for coming on. We had a lot of technical right. difficulties today. We're in a rush. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, look no forward worries. to hearing from you soon, man. Keep, right. Please don't stop calling. You had some good questions, so hopefully you call on with some yep. good stuff, man. All right. Thanks. Later. Thanks, bud. Bye. Yeah, I felt, I felt uh, fucking rushed, dude. I was trying to rush, and Andrew took off. I kept looking at the fucking time, dude. Ah, that trivia was fucking tough. I'm not pleased with this episode. It's on me. But yeah, the fu- I kept looking at the time. I wanted to make sure we got. And I'm sweating. I'm so I've never sweat like this on the episode. But no, I didn't. I just was trying to get us, trying to cruise us through, and that kind of fucking fucked everything up. So, ah, shit. It'll be a little bit, do a better episode. All right, bye.
Goodbye. Everyone. Love you guys. That's from Buddy. Bye. Good afternoon. You're on the air. Hi, John. How are you? Good. You know, it is crazy, all the stuff that's going on with the uh, Russians and the Chinese backdooring money to Russia. Uh, libertarian talk show host Kirk Minigan had uh, used to have a producer from Zindi Services. Zindi Services is ready to take you to the airport. Destiny serves New England. Talk radio in the United States. Okay. Uh, he was a producer for Kirk Minigan. He left the show once this all started going down and it came out that he was a Russian spy putting Russian propaganda on U.S. airways. Is that illegal? I don't know, John. You know, I don't know what's going on anymore. You don't um, know unless, right, he swear, unless he swears. Because if yeah. you... But uh, could you call in and correct him? Well, I, he's not there anymore. The propaganda has changed. This guy was a big supporter of Russia. Always contradicting his, his talk show host. And uh, finally left. And replaced him with a Dave Coney. Hmm. Yeah, it's confusing, John. I can't keep up with the stuff that's going on anymore. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, you have a good day. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Good afternoon. You're on the air. Yeah, I wanted to follow up on Mr. Nobody. The U.S. dollar is really not a U.S. dollar. It's called the Petrol, if you, Go ahead. you don't mind. Go ahead. So I, I thought you might get a kick out of this. You like movies, right? Yes. So my adult son... He's in his 40s. He has decided to create a challenge for himself, John. This has been going on since the first of the year. Do you know what he's trying to do in regards to movies? At Hunter Insurance, we take you pride know? in taking care of you. We take pride in taking care of you. This is me that's doing this. Hold on a minute. And we've got okay. the right insurance plan for everything. No, I, I don't hear it, John. At Hunter Insurance, we know there's only so much that distinguishes one policy from another. Hunter Insurance won't miss a beat in serving you, and we concentrate on saving you the most money possible. And Hunter Insurance has friendly experience. Oh, thank you, Jay. How did you find it? I couldn't find it. I know. Goodbye. Okay, you can start over from the beginning. You got a son sure, of 40 years old? Yeah, but real quick, John, you'll appreciate this. Remember the military days? We call that a snafu, right? Yes. Situation normal? Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so my son is in his 40s, so he's created a challenge for himself in regards to going to the movies. You want to know what he's this, this, what? this grown adult is doing since January 1st? What? He is challenging himself to go to a movie every single day, at a movie theater, to a different movie. Every single day. And how long do you do this? For the, John, for the entire calendar year. So December 31st. That's, a, that's a lot of money. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because guess what else he doesn't do, John? What? He does not work. How's he getting a show? And the gas, right? Um, well, I, I hate to say it. I probably enable them too much. I, I 
while back when he was in his 30s. We, we came into a tiny bit of money and, you know, we shared it with him. He's a good kid. So we shared it with him and put it in, not a trust, he's older, so he has access to it. And he's, he's been pretty good about saving it, but now this is what he's spending his money on. So I feel kind of like we enabled him, but it is, I got to say, it's his money. So uh, he probably can buy these passes that, that uh, are probably a little bit cheaper if he buys enough of them. Uh, I think he... I think he does. Like he can, yeah. You can go to like X number of movies per month, which is which is good. But what do you? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. I'm happy for him that he's happy, but I'll be honest with you, John. He's he's got to get out of the house. I don't mean to just go to the movies. I mean he's got to get moving on with his life. He. Let me say this. Yeah. If you watch the television, or you listen to the talk shows, or you read the press, going to the movies is the best damn thing he ever did in his life. <laughs> well, okay. But First even, of all, he's going to get some popcorn and soda or water. Okay. Funny you should say that. Yeah. And, okay. And there's movies coming out every day. There's probably well, 16 funny. movies, uh, and and he's uh, and they keep changing. Well, funny you should say that because there aren't as many movies coming out anymore, but they're all slanted now, John. It's not just for entertainment. Every movie's got a seems to be a left leaning message. But it's funny you bring up about the food, so. The latest thing he's done, just to clue you in on this, I do get a kick out of it, but it's getting a little worrisome. Now he's made friends online that he goes and meets at the movies. That's fine, whatever. They enjoy movies. I like to talk about them. But they come back to my house, and they want to debrief and discuss the movie, what they liked about it, the director, the, the actors, other movies that these people have been in. I get these strangers in my house, John, for two hours sometimes at a clip where they're just talking about movies. Does he not do anything for a living? Yeah, he goes to movies. It's, uh, he volunteers. He likes to play with dogs. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, if he's not going to the movie, so he's living off his trust. It's That's, small, yeah. It, technically, it's a trust. It's does great. he live at home? Yes, he does. And, he and even, he's 40 years old? Mid-40s, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, He's a good kid, though, John. I, you know he's an adult. He's a good kid. But I don't get worried because this has become like an obsession with him. He, he'll come home after a movie. He'll tell me all about some candy that he had, like Sour Patch or Snow Caps. And he'll go, well, why don't you oh, go to the movies with God. him? Oh, can you? I have to listen to him anyway. Why would I want to sit with him? At least you can get the popcorn. You get the popcorn. Well, you know, there, I, I have to tell you, there is a dark side. So we had an issue. So, before Chris came into the money, he had, my wife, Kathy, rolls quarters. That's what she does. She's always does that. She's got probably $1,000 in quarters rolled up. Well, we were missing $200 worth one day. And come to find out, you know how coincidences work and incidences. Uh, apparently, my son had taken a few of his friends and gone to the local Mickey D's and... From what I heard from his friends, I said, Chris paid for it in quarters. Now, I put two and two together, John. It's not too hard to figure out. He needs a job. He can't be doing this. Does he have a college education? Oh, yeah. He used to work. Very successful. And, 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 and why did he leave his job? Uh, well, you know, when we came into that money, I think he saw it as, hey, I'm not really happy doing this. We're just fine. 
and just wanted to make a change, but I haven't got them to change to the next phase. Like, a, what is it? The moth turns into the butterfly. Let me oh, ask you a question. Do you have a girlfriend? Butterfly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sweet, sweet girl. Does she, does she go to the movies every day, too? No, she works. She works. <laughs> but when the hell does she see him? Well, yeah, you know, it's only one movie a day. You know, sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes, you know, it might be a long movie, but... Oh, yeah, the morning, yeah, yeah the, 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 the earlier shows are cheaper. Usually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, you're the only one in the theater. <laughs> he'll go, so, you know, we had that storm a few weeks back, so a few theaters closed. Do you know that he drove to Albany, New York? Albany, John, three hours away to see a movie. Because he's created this challenge for himself. I just don't think it's sustainable. I, I just don't see how it can go 360, I don't know how many days this year we get. That could be, uh, uh, they each should check to see if that could be a record. That he uh, we did, we did look, it's it's potentially a record, but you know, he's not going to get any money from Guinness for that, right? No, I don't, name think, I, don't, I don't think so, but he's going to have to, he's going off, he's going to know an awful lot about movies. <laughs> <laughs> and that in $2.86 will get you a cup of Joe at Duncan's, right? That's correct. I, so. I, uh, to me, I, I have no answer for you, except uh, <laughs> except uh, to me, uh, as long as he's not getting arrested, as long as he's not asking you for money, um, and uh, I don't know why he's not even getting more education. Don't uh, you think he should be working something though, John? Uh, it depends what is what he wants. What does he want to do in life? Well, we're getting a little late in the. In the, uh, Not if you want to be a director of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much longer those are going to last. There's, you know, there's, there's not a lot of places that have multiplex theaters anymore. There's never been anybody at them. I'm glad he likes them. I would think it'd be a hobby, but now it's become like a job almost. That seems to me, I know somebody that goes to the movies. Is it every week or every day? Maybe it's every it, every day. Well, if you're retired, you're 90 years old, yeah, you can go every day. So you have a friend who's doing it every day as well? I don't know if it's every day, uh, but I know he's a movie thought, person. I'd love to hear if you if you happen to talk to that friend. We'd love to hear if they're doing it. So I could say to my son, listen, this may not be for you. Someone's already beaten you, and they're retired. <laughs> John, what's your favorite movie? Oh, boy, there's so many. Uh, I, I like, a, oh, my God, there's so many movies I love. Uh, it's tough to pick. I would say one of the great movies I love is The Searchers with John Wayne. Uh, oh, so you like, okay, you're big, you're big right. Hondo fan? Oh, now. yeah, but I can go to any, 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 uh, some great um, other movies, by the way. Uh, uh, Giant, but uh, with, with the great movie yep. with Liz Taylor. I can mean, the, yeah. I can name it 25 movies. And by the way, seeing a movie over and over, you know how many times I've seen some Hallmark movies? 10, 15, oh 20 times. Oh, my God. I like, if I, I go like home, and I, if, if I go home, I can tell you what kind of, cl what color their eyes are, the color of the, or the dresses they're wearing, the, the suit they're wearing. I mean, because hey, after Nettles. a while, you know the plot of the story, so you keep looking in the just, background. I was just going to say, my wife watches those all the time, John, and we can predict what the ending will be, right? Yeah, we know who's going well, to. Let, let's put it this way. She's going to the movies every day, and you're not even criticizing her. <laughs> Who? My wife? Yes. If she's uh, the Hallmark, she's... that's a movie, by the way. 
She earned it, though. She works hard. She's earned it. Well, he 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 earned it, too. He got that trust fund. <laughs> well, you know, he didn't earn that. He, you know, it was through family that he got it. I mean, John, he doesn't rake the leaves. He doesn't shovel the snow. And maybe that's our fault. Does he park in the driveway? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, he, he's pretty good about, you know, he doesn't eat a lot. So he's not eating us out of house and home. But he does like his, his drinks. He'll, he'll only have a drink after dark. So at this time of year, it's later in the day, which is good. But he'll have a couple of drinks every single night. And you know who's paying for that? I wonder if he's sneaking one into the, into the, the movies every day. Well, he said that's a personal rule of his own. He doesn't sneak anything in. He, I guess he has some sort of respect for the movie industry. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that with us today. All right, John. Hey, let me know about your friend if he if he is going. Every yes, day. I will. One last question. Hey, uh, pizza place that we go to locally, change their sauce. Any recommendations locally? Any sponsors that we should check out to try out? Oh, my, I'll uh, hang up and listen. Well, I like Moonlight. Moonlight has a special sauce. Um, I'll, I'll give it a try. And I, there's another place that we go to near Clara House that it's not not sponsorship. Uh, but he's also from Egypt also. They, I guess they know how to make pieces. Oh, well, I'll email you. Maybe you can let me know who it is because I just can't go there anymore. It's too sweet now. They changed the sauce. Just can't do it. Okay. Do you, I, then, okay, I understand what you're saying. Email me, okay? Yeah. Thanks, John. Thank you. You have Bye. a nice day. Bye. Interesting. Call. It's an interesting call. Good afternoon. You're on the air. Hi, John. Um, you know, I just can't help but comment on <laughs> this gentleman. I know it's none of my business, uh, but, you know, um, we raised three kids, and we, you know, of course, you know, we weren't, uh, you know, happy all the time with the way that they dealt with their life, but... Um, you know, they're grown adults, and, and they're in their, their 40s, and I have to tell you that they are workers. I mean, my son works 12 to 15 hours a day, six days a week, and, um, you know, I don't know. This guy, this kid, this guy is in his, is 40, 40 years old. Um, it seems to me that he's squatting his money, um... He should be told, look, you have to, you know, you're, you're using this money every day for this. And you're, you're, once he's out of that money, that fund, what is he going to do? He's going to be out of the workforce. They're going to say, well, what have you been doing for the last three years? Oh, going to the movies every day for a year, eating, you know, popcorn and, you know, drinking at night or whatever. But... Basically, he's not paying for his, helping his parents pay electric, oil. He's not pulling his weight. He won't even shovel the driveway, rake leaves. I mean, let me tell you, when my son was 14, 15, he was out there helping my husband. There was no doubt about that. And, um, and not because we took the whip to him, but he still had that sense of responsibility and, you know, um, to help dad, you know, um, but th this kid's going to be in big trouble. I mean, one day he, he, he seems to have no sense of responsibility with money, rather it's his or not. Um, and when it runs out, the first thing a parent should do is say, uh, 
You're, if you're you going to stay here, it's eight hundred dollars a month. Right. That's my. That was my next thing. I was. I was going to say that the parents should be saying, "Listen, if you're going to stay here, you're going to help with the chores, and this is what you're going to pay for rent." Because your mother and I cannot afford anymore to continue to pay, and I know because you know we've had our grown children. Yeah, but they, they can't afford it. That's the problem. They 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 gave some of the money they inherited into him as a trust right. fund. So he knows exactly. that. Exactly. So yes. I, I would take the eight hundred a month, you, and I, I would put it in a, I would put it in another trust for him without him knowing about it. Exactly. And, you know, because you don't know. I mean, obviously, these people are not spending their money foolishly. They might have put it into maybe their funeral arrangements or, I don't know, something that, you know, um, are paid off their house. I don't know how much they got. Remember but, you know, something. Some, he could, something he could come, responsible. He could come home every night drunk and, and, and spending all his money on hookers. Yeah. So, so and, you know, he's, he's they don't really. Kid. No. But he's not a kid, John. This is my point. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 14 40 years, years old. old. Yeah. 40, 40. Is that what I understood? He's 40. He's 40, but he's acting like he's 14. He's, right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, actually, I have a 14-year-old grandson. Two 14, well, they're six months apart. And they're more responsible than this. I mean, um, anyway, uh, you know, they would never squander their money like that if they you make, had a good, you make a good point thank you for sharing that with us and you know the other thing i wanted to say besides saying listen you either have to eat this is your choices either you're going to have to pay rent whatever they think is feasible with what he has and um do, pull your weight with the chores you know i'm not getting any younger i need help and the other thing is um or Move out. Can Find you, yourself. Can you see Jackie Kennedy asking John Jr. to pay rent? <laughs> well, no, I know. But, you know, this is the real world here. This when I, You know what I'm saying, John? Right, right. This is the real world. So, you know, um, it's either that or find yourself an apartment and, um, you know, you, you're on your own. And, and you've got to get a job. Because when you run out of money and you start looking for a job and you have no money... Well, then they're going to ask you, well, what have you been doing for the last three years? Oh, going to movies every day, um, you know, having a drink, at, drinking at night after dark, uh, discussing movies with my friends at my parents' house. I mean, really, it, it's going to make a big impression. Okay. You know, he'll be the first one on their list. Very it's well just said. not healthy. It's not healthy, John. I, understand. I agree. Some, you know what I'm saying? It's not healthy. Thank you. They should find out we are... You know, have this kid see somebody or, you know, lay the line out. And this girl that he, the girlfriend he has, I don't know how she's tolerating it either. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's a whole, that would be a whole other issue. Yeah, but thanks. his issue, you know, I you follow my Thank risk. you. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What is wrong with this machine today? Why am I can't get anything done?